Ayo, what up though? This episode of The Cookout is brought to you by the adult film industry. Listen, listen, if nothing else is striving right now, (laughs) we know for a thousand percent that the porn industry is out here fucking thriving. Like it has to be because I'm sure that <laughs> that the percentages of meat beating has gone up <laughs> astronomically. <laughs> Come on down, everybody. We can have a good time. We can talk about anything that you wanna. Oh man, welcome back to the cookout boys and girls. It is your favorite host from your favorite podcast, Chase Cassidy. <sighs> Bitch, here we are, bitch. This is this is where we are. <laughs> this is what the planet is right now. How crazy is this? Like, <laughs> and it's even like th- this is just insane. I can't even like begin to describe. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, you know, when we all like come through this, and like, how are we gonna talk about this ten years, twenty years from now? Like, it's really making me think about that sort of thing. Like, what do we tell? the next generation of kids like even like little kids that are alive now that will not remember this um like how do we describe this to them even from like a child's mindset like i wonder what a kid thinks about this like are they still like carefree are they like you know nervous and scared shitless like the rest of us grown-ups out here like i'm really wondering that that's really interesting anyway this is our planet honey you know uh corona came through here and let us know that she is that bitch and she will not be fucking challenged. Man, this is crazy. Um, We're going to make it, y'all. We're going to be all right. Okay. Who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week? So there are two things uh, that are getting me through my life here in quarantine or in, uh, what do they call it? Uh, not self-isolation. Yeah, that too, but uh, social distancing. There are two things that are like safe. Well, actually three things. First thing is that um, thankfully I get to, you know, um, I'm fortunate enough to work in what is considered to be an essential uh, industry, uh, which also, um, that very same industry allows me the space to work from home. So I'm super, super thankful for that. Um, and my heart goes out and my prayers go out to, you know, those of you who may be listening that that is not your, your particular, um, testimony. Um, I, I really hope that our country will figure out a way to not be terrible and take care of us. Uh, at any rate, um, work has been keeping me sane. You know, it, it gives me something to do throughout my day. Uh, gives me a purpose in a sense. But also, um, as I'm working, I'm the type of person I don't really like to work in silence. So as I'm working, like I normally would like you know have music in my ears if I'm in the office. Um, but being that I'm home, like I just put my TV on. Um, and there are two things that have been getting me through this bullshit one of the things is kind of a surprise it's jeopardy it's really insane i know it sounds crazy and i know it sounds like dude like get a life but seriously like it's really cool actually normally me and my mom would sit down and like watch it together um and so i normally don't watch it without her uh but i found myself uh one day last week i was like let me just put this on while i'm working and i find it is super uh it's one of those things where i can like pay attention but not really pay attention and like still be efficient in my work uh i find myself i'm like you know nose deep in my work and i'm responding to answers like uh to the questions that they're giving it's really crazy i love jeopardy it's been like making you know this a little bit easier for me throughout the days and also making me a little bit more smart so that's good um the other thing that's getting me through it and i'm sure a lot of you guys can probably relate to this is youtube Oh, man, I thank God for YouTube. And I'm I'm so thankful that it is like a bottomless hole of, you know, shit. It's pretty great. Um, But you guys know I'm like, I'm I'm a super geek. Like I am a nerd, 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 especially when it comes to everything Marvel and especially when it comes to MCU stuff. Um, So a lot of times, like I'll just put that one of those channels on and let it go. And one of my favorites is uh, for all you geeks out there. 
if you need something to watch or something to do while you're in quarantine, go to YouTube and go look at uh, the YouTube channel New Rock Stars. This is like totally free promo for them, <laughs> like completely. But I love what they do so much. And they have like several different shows under that. Uh, one of them is Rogue Theory. The other one is a big question. Um, and it just like really gets like super deep dives into everything mcu it is super cool i'm totally geeking out right now i don't care if you judge me i fucking love new rock stars on youtube so shouts out to them um also special shouts out to um eric voss he's he's one of the hosts and he's just like so cool super charismatic really funny um and i especially love to see him on big question with uh philip molina uh, Philip Molina, uh, the two of them play off each other like amazingly, and I love it. Uh, and shouts out to Philip for being fine as hell. Like, Philip, yes, <laughs> let's just call a thing a thing here. Philip is absolutely gorgeous and uh, super charismatic. I just love him and Eric together on Big Question. And um, yeah, just I, I thank them for getting me through this because it's been, this is some fucking bullshit. Like, you guys, like, those, I know that, like, quarantine is presenting different challenges for different types of people right so you've got your people who are married or they live with their significant other um and it's great because you have each other but then it's also kind of sucks because you're going through food twice as fast and like you have like no time to yourself and it's kind of annoying right but then you've also got the group where it's like you've got you know parents and those parents have children and it's like, oh, my God, like, please come get these kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no privacy. Kids are screaming. You got to keep them entertained and you have to keep them fed and all that stuff. It's just, you know, so that's tough, you know, but it's also like, yo, I got my whole squad here. Like we can like play games and it's a good time, you know, so pros and cons. But then you have people like me. Um, I live alone, you know, so after a while, it gets to be a little bit like, yeah, I like me and everything, but God damn it. You know, it just gets to a point where it's like, bro, like, I just want to do something else. <laughs> like, I want to see another person. I actually, I've been um, following directions, which some of you bitches out there just fucking refuse to do. I don't understand it. I, somebody invited me to a Arona party the other day. And um, I don't know if he was like joking or if he was like super serious. I think he was more serious, if anything. And I was just like, first of all, have you met me? Do you not know what type of anxiety I I have and I'm not what no <laughs> but I'm also like yo like this is why we can't be done with this is because people won't just fucking stay home but um I've been following directions and I haven't seen I haven't had human contact um in over two weeks at this point um and the introvert in me is totally fine with this but you know as you guys hear you guys listen to the show you know, my friends and the people that surround me are lit as fuck. OK, like they're really, really dope. And we, you know, we hang out and like at least once a week I get to like spend time with them. And so it kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Um, it's just. Um, listen, man, like <laughs> Corona got to go. But um, listen, you guys see uh, that I'm here by myself today. Um it's just me. You know, I figured I still want to bring you guys content, you know, if you guys care to listen. Um, and I'm trying to figure out new ways to bring you guys content. So this is one way where I'm just going to do pretty much like a mailbag episode. You know, you guys sent me a bunch of questions uh, and I'm going to do my best to, to answer them all for you. Some are fun. Some are a little more serious, um, but I'm looking forward to giving you guys, you know, feedback and like giving you answers so this should be really fun um for future episodes until all this clears you know i'm gonna um i have like i said i have some other options i'm gonna try i may even try some uh some remote recordings uh to see if I, we can get that to work um or i may just be doing more of this or just figuring out new shit to talk to you guys about how and, and how to get you no know, content out to you um it's going to be a challenge, but hey, I signed up for this. I love this and I love y'all. And I realized that, you know, this is a bright spot in a lot of our weeks, you know, like even just recording this right now, this is a bright spot in my week. So hopefully, you know, if you're out there stressing, if you're having a hard time with the isolation or if you're if you've been furloughed or like, you know, because life is still happening, you know, if those things have happened, hopefully, you know, this can bring you some sort of like joy or something. Um, and if not, 
I challenge you to turn this shit off right now and go find something that does. Like, come back to this shit later. Like, do whatever you need to do to feel good in this time and to feel hopeful. That is most important, feeling hopeful. Um, let me not get too preachy. Child, fuck it. <laughs> Listen, all right. So, uh, let's go through these questions here and um, see what we come up with. So, the first question I have here um, is... What are your top five French fries? This is literally something I've never thought about in my life, but I will say um, I my favorite cut of fries are either um, uh, crinkle cut fries um, and my second option will be a potato wedge. Um, so for that, I would probably say anywhere with the crinkle cut fry so we're gonna go with zaxby's they have a great fry and they put the uh the seasoned salt on top of it which is really nice um and i love dipping those fries in zax sauce oh my god it's so good if you haven't tried that shit zaxby's fries dipped in zax sauce is a gift from the holy spirit it's wonderful um also because they're crinkle cut i like uh church's chicken fries as well those are great so that's two um KFC has a really good wedge. I enjoy that. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to think. Um, let's go with the fast food fry. Which which one of the fast food fries? Oh, wait a minute. Five Guys. Oh, Five Guys has some delicious fucking fries. And fuck you if you think otherwise. Um, uh, I guess if I'm going to pick a fast food spot that has really good fries, I would probably land on like a chick-fil-a or something uh they they love to serve their uh, waffle fries with a side of homophobia and it is really fucking delicious <laughs> it's really great <laughs> um yeah those are those are probably my top five fries but oh man them five guys fries though Ooh, i'm having a moment should i have some like postmates over or like uber eats or what do you guys use i use postmates most of the time or um uh what's the other one doordash i use that one sometime as well anyway who cares not like i can answer me or you can answer me actually i mean you can just like slide up in the dms or like you know leave a comment under the promo picture or you know send me an email talk to me if you want to fuck let's facetime shit i don't give a fuck i'm it's just me in this house god damn it <laughs> uh let's see are you okay with pda um yeah i'm okay with pda if it's like I think one of the mantras I live by is everything in balance. Like that's kind of like my shit, right? Always, I like to have things in balance. I don't like too much or too little of anything. Um, and depending on what conversations you've listened to in the cookout, <laughs> I've given quite a bit of hints toward that. Um, PDA is fine. You know, it's just like, let's not overdo it here. You know, a quick like peck of a kiss, hand holding, hugging maybe a non-suggestive hug from behind <laughs> that's cool but then when we start getting down to like tonguing each other down in the middle of the block or like one thing i cannot stand i think it is so weird and so extra and over the top and it really for some reason just grinds my gears is when a couple they're walking side by side with each other and one of them has their hand down the other's back pocket while they're walking i'm like what the fuck are you doing here like this is just is it doing something for you to feel somebody's ass muscle like contract and release and contract and release like and then it's like warm and then i'm like people are looking at you what if they got a fart do you feel the heat off the fart like it's weird it's weird and i don't like it i don't understand it so yes pda is fine uh, as long as it's like not too crazy. And that goes for any type of couple. I don't care if you're gay, straight. I don't care if you're into bestiality and you dating your puppy. Like, let's, like, what I don't need to see is you tonguing that person down. And on another note, and another thing, listen, I love animals. Animals are like amazing to me. I've been really thinking about getting one myself for a really long time. But let me tell y'all something. Letting your dog lick you in the mouth is fucking gross. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear a dispute about it. I don't want to have a conversation about it. It is nasty, you bitch. Stop letting your dogs lick you in the mouth. It is disgusting. They eat shit, they lick their balls, they lick their ass. They do why is that okay? I don't get it. 
Somebody help me understand. If you're if you're a dog mouth licker, you let me know why I'm tripping right now. You tell me if I'm tripping or not. Help me out. I need help. <laughs> but bitch, I digress. Okay. Uh, how long do you have to date someone before you ask to marry them? That is a really good question. Um, I think when I was younger, I used to have like these um, hard and fast time constraints on things um, where it's like you have to be dating for this long to do this. You got to be together for this long to have this particular thing. I don't think it I don't think it goes that way. Um, so for me, I would say it just depends on the two people in the relationship, you know, um, I have said on this show before that, you know, um, I've experienced love at first sight before, um, that was in my second uh, relationship. Um, and it turned into something beautiful and it was beautiful until it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like there was, it, it's just, I don't, I don't want to put those parameters on it. So I, I just think whenever it feels right, just do it. Like, you know, if you want to, if y'all are together for two weeks and it's like, yo, I know, I know this is my person and you both are on that same page and same wavelength go for it for me personally i don't really um it would have to be something astronomically special for me to 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 marry someone um before at least being together for a couple years you know um but with that said my last relationship we were together less than three months and we knew that we wanted to marry each other like we were already in the process of like starting to like plan like a wedding two years down the line like it was you know what i'm saying so we were having that conversation early so i just think it depends on the relationship um there are people that get together and they date and they get married you know in three months and they're together for 40 50 years and you have other people who will date each other for 10 15 years and finally be like all right let's just get married and they get married and they get divorced in six months like it's just kind of like it depends on the people it depends on circumstances and the environment and how how you change and change together and it's, it's a lot of factors so but for me you know whatever feels right i think is what you should do this is a, <laughs> this is a crazy question like it's a crazy question and i'm going to answer it because yes um what male celebrity do you want to impregnate <laughs> like why did you even have to pose that question like that <laughs> like um I don't want to impregnate anyone because um don't want kids. But uh what male celebrity would I like to sleep with, I'm guessing? Uh and the answer to that question is several. Very, very, very many male celebrities I would like to sleep with. Lots of them. Um because in my mind I am a complete and total whore. Um in real life though, I'm totally not. I'm going to be 35 in two weeks and my number is nine like so that you know but in my head oh my gosh i've slept with thousands honey thousands at least thousands uh <laughs> let's see um i will give you a list just off the top of my head of men you know who are famous that i would like to uh to roll around and make a sex with um, let's see uh ryan reynolds will smith um oh gosh what's the guy's name i see him in my head right now he uh want to say it's nah damn it it's levi something um he's a cuban actor Oh, I can see his face and he's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's either Levi something or something Levi. I can't remember what his first or last name is, but I know Levi's in there. Um, Columbus Short is gorgeous, even though he is a wealth of problems. Um, Jesus, uh, this is a blast from the past. Jesse Metcalf used to be fine as hell. Um, Michael Ely could get it. Um, Boris Kojo is everything. Uh, I think Blair Underwood is still fine. Um, unpopular opinion. I think he's more attractive than Denzel Washington, actually. Um, uh, Trevante Rhodes. Oh, my God. He is so. Oh, Jesus. I just. Man, he is gorgeous. Um, new to the new to this list. Anthony Mackie. I never saw for Anthony Mackie like that. 
until like maybe this last year something about him is very very attractive all of a sudden and i think uh i just think it has a lot to do with like the the spirit and the energy i pick up off of him it's it's kind of it's kind of sexy um chris evans the guy who plays captain america oh my god he's fucking gorgeous chris hemsworth the guy that plays thor he can get it um, <laughs> honestly i could do this literally all day i could just keep going um, there are so many, and I know there's one that I'm going to be, I would still absolutely make a sex with Jussie Smollett. I think he's a very sexy man. Um, ooh, um, Trey Byers, he plays Andre in Empire. My God. Um, his doppelganger, uh, Devon Franklin, making Good's husband. I would also possibly, I could be persuaded to make a sex with Megan, Megan Good, I think. I think I might have said Megan Fox's husband a couple seconds ago. If I did, y'all know I meant Megan Good. <laughs> um, Megan Good is absolutely stunning. Absolutely. My God. And she looks like she smells good. Is that my girl crush? Do I have a girl crush? I think I might have a girl crush on her. Maybe. Um, the, the point is here. There are many, 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 many male celebrities that I would like to make a sex with. Um, James McAvoy is fine, too. Oh yeah, he's kind. Of, he's kind of fine. Okay, next question: <laughs> Have you ever outgrown some of your circle of friends? Um, absolutely, I have. Absolutely, um, I in my uh, late teens, like eighteen, like seventeen, eighteen, uh, is when I started to make a particular group of friends. There were like four of us. We were really, um, really tight. We hung out with each other. We did everything together. Um, and honestly, like once I got to like my mid 20s, um, we just all kind of like went off in different directions um, and we're just kind of like living our own lives. No beef, nothing wrong. We just kind of just grew and went and went after what we wanted. And they were just all different things. You go from being 17, 18. And by the time you're 24, 25, you just you just have a different outlook on life and things are just a little bit different for you. So uh, we definitely outgrew each other. There's still love, you know, um, for sure. Um, I think since then, you know, I've had like, you know, you know, the, 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 so, the, the social media friendships, I guess that may happen sometimes that don't really like stand the test of time. Although a lot of them do, I've made some really amazing, most likely lifelong friends from social media. So shout out to social media for actually, you know, doing a good thing. But, um, yeah, um, I think it, other than, than those like frivolous little social media relationships, I think, you know, in in my um my my current adult life i think i've had some relationships even more recently that have just kind of been in transition not necessarily um ending or growing apart from each other just i think we are all growing um and i think that in growing and getting to know ourselves in new ways and expressing ourselves and existing in new ways um the friends around us kind of you know, have to adjust in a way. And I think that's kind of what I'm going through with some friends right now that I think we're just changing and we're evolving and we're moving into different spaces in life. Um, and we're just figuring out how to continue, you know, what we, what we've already built in a new space, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think growing up, growing apart is always, is not a negative thing. Sometimes I think it's a good thing. And I think if the friendships are valuable enough to you, you can, um, learn how to make a, make it a transition instead of an ending, you know? Um, but you know, what the hell do I know? I'm, you know, just existing in Ronaville. <laughs> um, next question is, do you believe in karma coming back around? Absolutely. I do. Whether it's called karma or the universe or whatever, you know, you want to you want to give it um i 100% believe that that is a thing i believe that what you put out into the world what you put out into the air absolutely comes back to you you know um you know um you can't like just i'm a firm believer that you that you never get away with doing somebody dirty i believe that there's always a price to pay whether the price is super high and you recognize the price or the price is something that is super small that you may have never even noticed, there's always a price to pay. But I'm also a firm believer that, you know, 
you putting out good into the air, putting out good into the world, into the atmosphere, you know, um, I, I believe that you get that back a hundredfold. And I don't, again, same concept. It may not be something astronomically crazy that you'll even notice, but it could just be the fact that, you know, nobody has a negative thing to say about you or the fact that people respect you in a particular way. It could be super small things that you even take for granted. That could be your harvest for the good seed that you sow. You know what I'm saying? So um, whatever you do, you know, I, I just try to say, yo, if you're going to do something, if you're going to do that, just recognize, you know, what you're putting out there and you, you're you going to have to pay for that, you know, and sometimes the price that you're going to have to pay may come later and it may hit you harder, you know, than, than, than what you would expect. I've definitely done some dirty shit. I've definitely done some foul shit and I've, you know, paid the price for that. And the next time I do something dirty, I'm going to pay the price for that too. And it's, it's just, it's a decision you make in the moment, you know? So I really try my best. I try, you know, to always treat people well, to always put out good energy if I can. Um, because that's what I want to get back. You know, I can't be sitting up here praying for something good to happen to me and praying for great things and praying for success and praying for this, that, and the third. And I'm being a shit person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's that's not gonna that's not gonna end well. So again, be nice, asshole. You see why I say that? You see, it's very simple. It's a simple concept, man. Like if people just be fucking nice. But you know, they ain't gonna do that. Um, if you could live anywhere but Charlotte for the rest of your life, where would it be? Um this is interesting because I'm actually again, I'm a man of balance, you know, and I feel like Charlotte is a really well balanced place. Um, it is, uh, you know, not too slow, but it's not too fast. The food here is insane. Like it's just, it's, it's a good balance. There's some culture here, you know, and it's a growing city. So there's a lot of space to, to, to expand. And I like that. Um, so I'm happy. I really don't want to move, but if I had to live anywhere else for the rest of my life, it would probably honestly be between uh los angeles and going back uh to new york but both of those are really big long shots for me you know well i'm not gonna not gonna say really big long shots but because that 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 does play out in a different like alternate universe in my mind of like okay i could see my life ending up there um it would have to be for the catalyst would be for professional reasons like so let's say for example you know, uh, the cookout and the sweet talkers and the Chase Cassidy brand all like blows up. Right. And it's like this whole thing, you know, and it becomes to a point where I'm not able to feasibly just f be flying from Charlotte to New York or Charlotte to L.A. all the time to, to work, because those are the places where like most of the work is, especially New York for like podcasting and stuff. So um, if it came down to like having to do that for the for the right situation you know for the right amount of bread coming in you know i could see i could see me doing that um i would lean more toward new york just because like family's up there and just you know it's the whole new york thing but at the same time like when i went to visit los angeles almost a year ago um i loved it there like just the carefree vibe and it was a lot more welcoming than people tried to make it seem to be um i didn't meet one pretentious person i didn't meet one rude person i was met with hugs with every from everybody you know people were just in a mellow state of mind and um it was it was just and the food there was insane as well it was it was a good vibe you know and the weather uh, is more conducive to what i like I, i'm not really a big fan of uh of harsh winters uh so it would be between those two it would probably be between those two um, coming in third, maybe like Atlanta, because that's like, you know, black Hollywood and, you know, all that stuff. But Atlanta has its own set of challenges that <laughs> I'm not sure of. But uh, yeah. Next question. I really like this question um, because it's something that I really try to practice as much as I can, not only on the show, but just in like my, my personal life. Um, the question is, how can people wrestle faithfully within their differences? What are the things they need to leave at the door and what are the tools they definitely need to bring in with them? Um, on this show, um, a lot of times the things we talk about, we differ in opinion. A uh, prime example would be if you think about uh, me and uh, look at me and Jamil, me and Lady Mills, <laughs> our um, <clears throat> our history on the show. Right. Um, and our history, even in our everyday friendship, you know, he and I like we we obviously get along really well. We're obviously like connected and like that's my you know, that's my boy. Um, but he and I are very, 
very, very different people. <laughs> and we uh, we express ourselves very differently. We exist within conflict very differently. We disagree very differently. But I think uh, so, so there's a lot of space. And he and I recognize there's a lot of space within our friendship for it to go negative. There's a lot of space in our friendship for it to be, you know, uh, poor conflict management and bad disagreements. But because he and I recognize that we're like, OK, so. I know what upsets him. I know what his triggers are and vice versa. He knows mine. So when we're having a conversation where we disagree, which is quite often, we just we just talk facts like we speak about like what we feel without attacking the other person's ideology. So I don't have to belittle your point to make mine bigger. There's no need to do that. We just have differing points and it is what it is. Um, and we can look at it as a chance to learn from each other. There have been several occasions where he and I have gone back and forth in a positive way. And I've walked away, been like, oh, hmm, maybe I could think of it this way. And I'm sure he's had the same. Um, and the funny thing is he and I, we've never had like an argument, you know? And I think, you know, we've disagreed, but we've never argued. Um, and I... I just think when you're having conversations, you know, that can be touchy or there's a difference of opinion in the room. If you just honestly, again, we go back to be nice, asshole. If you just a fucking nice, be a nice human being and also go in with the idea that I could be wrong here. Like my point of view could be the one that's a little bit off the rails. I could be the one that could learn something here. And I think that is how you can faithfully like stand in your opinions um, when you're disagreeing with someone, but also leave the space to learn. I hope I just said a lot and I hope that shit fucking made sense <laughs> because it was super profound in my mind. OK, bitch. <laughs> Do you believe you can live a fulfilled life without a romantic partner? Speaking of Lady Mills, that actually was from him. Um, you know, at this point, um, uh, it, I say I lean more toward yes. Um, not 100% yes, uh, because I'll, I'll feel like there will always be like some sort of like a uh, small void of some of some sort, always some like what if sort of thing in the back of my mind um if i never find my my romantic partner my person um but there's also like i'm i'm becoming more uh free of the um feeling that i need to be with the person you know to make my life make sense like i just don't feel as strongly about that anymore you know um yeah, like I, you know, I, I would like to have a person, but I would also like for that person to be the right person, you know, and if I can't find the right person, if circumstances don't put us in the same space or if there just isn't another person for me, I don't want to feel like my life wasn't as fulfilled because there wasn't another person to share it with. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to me, but it's not as important as it used to be. Like I want it. I absolutely do. It's the one, I want that, you know, I think probably more than anything, but if I, if I'm going to have it, I want it to be right. So if I can't find it right, or if right doesn't exist for me, I'm also going to have to be okay with the fact that it just didn't happen. And that doesn't mean that my life is, is, is trash or my legacy is tarnished. So that is really a great question. You know, good lady Mills, you, you good for something. <laughs> uh, another question from lady Mills. He always sends me these really introspective questions. If you could get one conversation with your father in which he would be compelled to be truthful, what would your first question be? Um, it's interesting. Like he and I had this conversation already. I think June is going to be a year. And, um, we talked and, um, to be honest with you, I don't even think that I, I didn't ask him any questions. Um, I just, I walked into the conversation, in the conversation saying, yo, this is what happened. Uh, this is what I felt behind that. And you and I are fine. We're good. Like, there's no animosity, there's no hate, you know, that was the conversation. And then in his response, you know, um, he was super forthcoming, very truthful. You know, he gave me, I felt like he gave me reasons for, you know, the, 
way that things went down and not excuses. You know, he took onus for, you know, his part in in all of it and uh, made an apology and said, yo, I'm going to be um, better. I'm going to be more consistent. And uh, we're coming up on a year here in June. And, I'm, and I must say, you know, he's been, you know, more consistent than he's ever been. I've spoken to him more uh, in these past uh, 10 months than I can probably say I've spoken to him in the past 10 years. And that's a wonderful thing. So I'm really fortunate to have that. Um, yeah, we had the conversation and it was good, thankfully. Super blessed. Okay, and this is a question about <laughs> Lady Mills, actually. It says, when is quote unquote Lady Mills <laughs> going to finally become your co-host? So me and Mills, um, we're not going to do that. <laughs> the cookout, um, at first I wanted to have, you know, uh, at least one set host and so a co-host so every week we would come in and it would just be those uh two to four voices that you heard right and it would just always be the same people and then I, I just I couldn't I had such a hard time locking down you know um people that were wanting to commit to it with me on the level that I was trying to commit so I mean I, I gosh I talked to Vaughn um I talked I considered Jeter for a while I think it was somebody else in the mix I was thinking about um, and I had talked to Mills about it and he just wasn't like, he wasn't down for the financial aspect at the time or the, um, the, uh, the commitment level that I was going to take. And, um, you know, by the time he came around, I think I was like maybe like six months in and I was like, yo, it's, it's going already. I like the vibe. I like having the different people come in every week and having a different conversation because what that does is like everybody in the rotation, I think it's about like maybe 20 to 30 people at this point who I have at the family table in rotation, I could have the same conversation like probably thousands of times, but the experience is going to be different every time. The answers are going to be different every time simply because there's just like this mixed up hodgepodge group of people, you know? So I don't, I don't see myself ever like, um, you know, having a co-host, a permanent co-host in the cookout. It's just not, the, the format of the show um but i do uh you know i would love to work with uh mills in the future possibly producing a, a show for him having his own show because i think he has has it to to carry and i think he's a dynamic person enough to where it could it would totally 100 percent work so um yeah and i mean who knows like i don't know how long you know i love doing this but you know i don't know to what end i'm going to be doing the cookout so it could get to a point where it's like all right you know i've been doing this show for you know five six seven eight nine ten years you know i want to keep the cookout brand alive but you know let's let's bring in another another host i'll i'll produce the show still maybe and just have another person come in and host the show kind of like you know how they used to do on um like TRL or like Soul Train or some shit or 106 in Park, like that that sort of thing. Keep the the name and the brand alive, but you just you know slide the. But that's that's a good long ways off. Y'all ain't got to worry about that. I'm a, I'm gonna be in your ear as long as you'll fucking have me. So yeah. Next question. Um, what's your porn name? <laughs> uh man. Uh, I don't know. I've never like, I've never really thought about that. Um. I've, I mean, full transparency, I've certainly, you know, considered uh, working in adult services. <laughs> um, I've definitely thought about, you know, it's, listen, sometimes times get rough or just sometimes like I'm just kind of like into the idea of like making porn my living. But I, I would I don't think I would I don't I don't think I would do that. But uh, so I've never like beyond that, I've never thought, what would my porn name be? But most of the time I've seen people say that your porn name is the last thing you ate in the color of your underwear. Right. <laughs> that's that's like a thing. Right. OK. So uh, what color my drawers? I don't even know. OK. Um, last thing I ate. I actually haven't eaten anything today yet. So last night. Would have... <laughs> last thing I ate last night. <laughs> was this okay was a slim jim so i buy my poor name is slim jim black which <laughs> that's insane it's insane and strangely effective as a poor name that's wild uh slim jim black is what my poor name would be that's kind of 
It's sexy. <laughs> Aside from going to work, producing your show, and occasionally enjoying solitude, what are your hobbies? What is Chase's happy place? Um, honestly, my I've noticed that I've kind of uh, wow, wow, really. I cannot wait to get the soundproofing in this room. I also can't wait to move into a house where I'll hear less of that. But in the meantime, I really wish my neighbors would not be so annoying. <laughs> Turn it off, bitch. <laughs> God damn. I can't eat. It's going to distract me. Thank you. Aside from going to work, producing your show, and occasionally enjoying solitude, what are your hobbies? What is Chase's happy place? Um, this actually is pretty easy for me. I, I recognize, especially in like recent months, I'm not really, I don't need to be out. I don't need to be doing anything. Um, but I do like even though I'm an introvert, I do like company, but I like company in like a controlled environment. So I think my hobby has become, I really like hosting. So I like, uh, it's something for me about cooking a really good meal again. What are you fucking doing to the, just steal the vehicle, you stupid bitch. Just take it. What is happening? Ah. <laughs> what is happening right now turn it off god damn <laughs> <laughs> bitch and i bet the moment i get up to go look out the window it's gonna stop how much you in bed i'm gonna do it right now What I was saying was, um, it's something that feels great to me about cooking a meal, having my really like the people that I love the most over and like feeding them and, you know, everybody's eating and drinking and the music's going and we're having a good time. And like, like I'm <laughs> literally probably like a, a cookout situation that, that that's my hobby is like just is um, fellowshipping with my people. You know, and I also love a good travel situation. I like to just go somewhere new and do new shit. You know, um, that's really exciting to me as well, I must say. Yeah. Next question says, do you want kids? Um, you know, man, like I have been getting hit with this question so often in like the past year and a half. It's actually pretty, pretty weird. Uh, and I, I love kids, man. I think they're great. Um, I think they're really cool. I, I think they're funny and they don't know they're funny, which is like one of my favorite types of humor. <sighs> this has got to be a joke. It has to be a joke. If you guys could see the car, you would see that it is just sitting there parked next to nothing. And the alarm just keeps going off and I don't know why. Okay. I think kids are great. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You know, the, the, the devil, the devil is, is busy. You know, I'm trying to bring y'all content. But hey, this is where we are. This is, <laughs> this is 2020. That car is an indication of what 2020 is, has been for us. We're trying to like, you know, 
we came into this year like you know <laughs> fuck 2019 we on to the next it's about to be lit everybody gonna be prosperous it's gonna be amazing and then 2020 like just keeps interrupting with negativity like so i'm out here you know i'm eating better i'm doing my thing threat of world war three and then it's like oh things are amazing i'm you know about to build my business kobe bryant's death it's like yes queen i'm out here i'm about to like do this new thing you know i'm getting in shape you know i finally found me a man rona it's like <laughs> girl that is literally what that is every time i start a sentence get into a good thought then that fucking horn goes off and it sends me in a different direction ha huh. kids are great i love them just don't think that they're for me that's the long that's the short of it um i'm great with kids uh they're fun uh they're fun. it's just i just don't think that they're for me you know, I have uh, Jeter and I, Jeter and I have spoken on this show before about how, you know, we considered, you know, doing that. I'm like, OK, you know, she could be the mother of, of my of my my son, hopefully my son. Um, and that would be I'd be good with that, you know, but I'm just like, yeah, man, but that's that's me being a parent. And I, I have fond thoughts behind being a parent. I do. But I also have very realistic thoughts as well. And very honest thoughts. And, you know, sometimes you just got to be 100% real with yourself, you know, and I just don't know if I'm built for it. And that's just not something I want to enter into with question. You know, I, I know people do it every day and people have babies and they're not ready for them every single day. But we also see every single day the ramifications of people being raised by people who were not ready to have kids. And I just don't I just uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I am definitely about. 90 85 to 90% sure that I do not want a child you know and that's going to be interesting when it comes to dating for me um it it is interesting when it comes to dating for me you know um it's something that is on the table and it's something that can make or break a situation I think um so it's just um it's that's that's a tough one for me but if I'm being honest um on this day, right now, in this moment, I'm about 85 to 90% sure that I'm good on kids. So, yeah, I don't think so. All right, last question. Um, if you could change your relationship with your stepdad, how would you do so? Um, I think he and I got off to a really, really, really bad start. <laughs> like, I, I don't think either of us really knew... Um, fully what it meant to be a step parent or a stepchild um and i'm still not even sure i know what that means i think it might be even something that you just create within the unique relationship i don't know but we we did not get off to a good start you know we are the two of us are very different types of men you know we don't um exist in this world the same we don't have a lot of the same views or opinions um <clears throat> and at the time i was a kid and you know he was a very young man and I just don't think we had the tools or the understanding to, to like recognize that we were different. Um, but it didn't mean that it had to be negative. You know, you got to think this is like the 90s. You know, the world was very different. You know, certain conversations weren't being had just yet. And then I also on top of that, I was a kid who not only was, um, you know, dealing with the fact that there's some some dude in my crib now, but also like, oh, bruh, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm a homosexual. You know, so there, there was just a whole lot of layers there, you know. So um, one so because we didn't have all of that and we didn't start um, an actual relationship until I was like 25. Um which just hit me that that's damn that's about like 10 years ago that is fucking wild wow i'm about to be 35 bro <laughs> 25 is 10 years ago that's insane okay um wow i just had a, a moment uh because uh he and i started so late uh there's a lot that we don't know about each other so i would for me i would really really just love to know him better like i i know a lot of surface stuff and um he and i have also figured out that we're very different but we also have a lot of the same interests we just look at it those those interests from different angles and it's really cool but um there's a lot about him i just don't know about like what makes him tick who he is you know like some of the I don't know a lot of his past things he's been through like I don't I don't know those stories you know so those are things that I that's that's something I would like to change about our relationship um 
and I've, I've just realized that in this moment, you know, so I'm going to, you know, do my best to, uh, to, to make an effort at that. Um, the parents are actually going to be coming um, by the time you guys hear this. Uh, it'll be Thursday. So parents are going to be here tomorrow. It'll be the first human contact I've had in, in weeks. And um, yes, I'm nervous. Even though I know they've been quarantined. It's just been them. I'm just still kind of like, you know, because I'm a crazy person. I'm freaking out. But I'm excited to see them. And I, I think, you know, we're going to be locked up here, you know, so I may as well just, you know, start these conversations. So that's a really great question. But um, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is this has been um this has been interesting. As you notice, there's there was no breaks, there's no bop of the week, you know. Bop of the week just works better with other people. I just think it's more fun that way. Um and um you know, there's no one for me to be nice to today, you know, so there's no be nice asshole. Um maybe next time I do another solo episode I'll, you know, pick a, a fan of the show and like, you know, shout them out and uh and do that. But um I'm not prepared for that right now. So, uh, yeah, um, I just want to say thank you to you guys, you know, for, for listening um, and consistently supporting my show. Um, please, by all means, you know, screenshot this, post it up on your social, let people know, you know, where they can listen to the cookout and all that good stuff. Um, but thank you. I appreciate it, especially now, you know, with all this shit going on, um, still taking time out to listen to to my show. I really appreciate you guys and I hope it lifts you up in some way. Um tell a friend about what i got going on here you know what i'm trying to do out here you know so help your boy out um you know that that this is good content over here anything under the sweet talkers is always going to be quality content quality conversation so please by all means um you know spread the word about you know the cookout you know spread the word about don't trust the edit spread the word about capiche um as well um we out here you know we're trying to do great things so i appreciate you guys and thank you um if you want to uh get at me in any way the cookout podcast at gmail.com you can also um just slide in my dms um you can find me on instagram at chase cassidy cassidy is spelled with the k or the cookout podcast on instagram as well um for your merch you can go to shopthecookout.com i just realized that i gotta damn i gotta get some spring shit together because but damn we ain't going nowhere but <laughs> i'll do it anyway all right um what am i missing um yeah list uh subscribe to the show if you haven't already um leave me a a, a review as well and um if you could a five-star review and uh, share the show um, and also support my other show. Don't trust the edit um, with Groovy Lou, Jason Knight, uh, Jerome and Jordan. And also my other show as well, Capiche, um, which is just its own thing. And it's I love that show so much. It's such a it's so good. If you want to feel some feelings, go listen to that show. Um, with that said, I will see you all next week. It could just be me again or I could try something else. We'll see. But uh, make somebody smile. And remember. Be nice, asshole.